On today's edition of the show, we bring back the public address voice of the Florida Panthers, Andrew Ember, for a little bit of a vibe check. We get Andrew Ember's feelings on the Panthers making the Stanley Cup final. We we go over the Stanley Cup final schedule. And is there a possible watch party for the Florida Panthers for game one of the Stanley Cup final? We'll talk about that next here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Monday, May 29th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez. You can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers and on Instagram as well at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And shout out to the everydayers who come here and get your daily Florida Panthers fix. And... What a time once again. We are officially in preparation for the Stanley Cup final. And it's been a little bit since we've had this guest on the show, but but now we're bringing him in to the show to discuss a vibe check. We're, that That's what this episode is about, a vibe check on the Florida Panthers making it. And who better, Who the guy who brings all the vibes to the in-arena experience of the Florida Panthers he is Mr. Andrew Ember. Andrew, welcome back to Locked On Panthers. It is unbelievable to be here, my friend. Most definitely, and very thankful for you to be here. And I want to just get your feelings on on the the Panthers make it this far from when when Game Four happened against the Boston Bruins at home. The only games that I was in the building for in this playoff run were Games Four and Six of, of Round One, and I remember how devastated I was when when the Florida Panthers went down three games to one at, at that point. And then, of course, the forcing of the game seven. But you obviously have been there through through it all with the home games and, of course, the watch parties as well. And we'll get more into watch parties in the third segment here. But just go go over like your how are you feeling and, of course, all the photos that you've posted of yourself from you growing up as a fan to now to be this team being back in the Stanley cup final. Yeah. It's just the most unbelievable feeling. I mean, it's funny, right? I mean, we've talked about this to death, but everyone thought that last year was the year we got the president's trophy. The team looked like an unstoppable machine. And then all of a sudden the playoffs start and everyone realizes it's just a bit of a different animal. So to go from that to this year where the expectations were lower and to see the performance that the Panthers have put on this year in the playoffs, it's like a completely different team. They're ready. Obviously, one could say that last year they learned some decent lessons, and now it's just a different team, different coach, different system, and it's all working for them at the same time. And it's just been, I mean, like you said, leaving the stadium after game four, dropping both on home ice against Boston, um, the percentages were not with us at that point. And to go from that to just sitting here waiting for our opponent in the Stanley cup final is just, it's a dream come true for me, for the fans, for the team. I'm, I'm just on, I'm on cloud nine. Absolutely. And uh, I'm I'm also on cloud nine as well, because I, I hadn't experienced even a, a playoff series win until last year. And of course we spoke all about how, 
no adversity or barely any adversity for the Panthers last year when they did win the president's trophy and then having to go through the adversity this year. And it's, it, it, and it proved to be such a blessing in disguise. And of course, learning how to win and of course, getting healthy at the right time as well for, for this team. Uh, one question I do have for you is when Matthew Kachuk scored in, in, in game uh, four against the Carolina hurricanes, of course, this, the celly that he had sliding on his knees, but not only this is a two-parter actually is how how do you go from celebrating in 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 your box to also having to kind of parent the arena when people started throwing the rats on the ice a little early because of course you get so caught up in the moment your adrenaline is going but then of course having to say oh i still have to kind of do my job and say hey please refrain from throwing uh, rats on the ice until the conclusion of the game yeah i mean there have been a couple of moments like that late in the regular season and then into the playoffs where i went from you know you're watching professionally obviously cheering as a fan also to celebrating at an insane clip at that moment where you're just like the roof blows off and you're part of the celebration, you're dancing, you're jumping up and down with other employees up there. And then you have to kind of bring yourself back into it. There was actually one call I made. I forget when it was. I think it was during round one, possibly maybe game six, where I literally made the call standing up. I, I was, I had to like, I had people holding me back and I had to run and grab the microphone and like pull it back to my face and make the call standing up because we were just celebrating in that moment. And so there have been a couple of moments just like that, where it's like you're trying to walk that fine line between being such a lifetime diehard fan and doing the job. So, yeah, I mean, when when Kachuk scores that goal, the roof blows off, our roof blows off upstairs. It was the craziest celebration I've ever had in that area. And then to go from that, and it's like, okay, like we celebrated for, you know, 20, 30 seconds. And then I sat down. I have to start writing the time of the goal. I have to make sure I'm ready to say, please stop throwing things on the ice. Just, you know, as a, you have to do that. Um, and then to be ready for the goal call into the script and the text that came after that. So, yeah, it, it's an interesting thing to be a diehard. And on the inside, you're just jumping for joy. But on the outside, you have to kind of, after the celebration, you have to make sure you're keeping it together because there were some really important reads after that too where I had to make sure I was on key, on point, and nailed them, you know, because the whole the whole world was watching at that point. Yeah, and especially especially with the fact that, you know, not every regular season game they have you doing the, they don't they don't always televise the pre pregame stuff of especially before the national anthem. So, I'm sure you're well aware of that, that you are, that you are on, on TV and then you hear Kenny Albert say, and now here to hear for uh, the public address voice of the Florida Panthers, Andrew Inver. So it's a little bit of a different, uh, it's a little bit of a different feel when you know that the world is watching, just like you said, and especially with introducing the the person who's banging the drama as, as well in, in that situation as well. And so everything is going on at, 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 at once. And, so and to collect yourself too, to and and center especially that's that that must be uh, very difficult as well. But uh, I do want to discuss more in segment number two the Stanley Cup final schedule. Now that we have a uh, official schedule, even though we don't know an opponent yet, uh, and I, I and also we I want to discuss with you uh, in segment number two. How antsy are you for game three? We're going to discuss that next here on the Locked On 
Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about eBay Motors. And for a championship team, it's all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you get need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that your part will fit or your money back. Just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, right fit, the right prices on ebaymotors.com. That's right. eBay guaranteed fit only available to US customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Segment number two here on this Monday, May 29th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. We It is a vibe check edition of the show with the public address voice of the Florida Panthers, Andrew Ember. And we have officially a schedule now. Of course, there was two versions of it, depending on what was going to go on in Vegas versus Dallas. And of course, the Dallas Stars did end up beating the Vegas Golden Knights by a final score of four to two uh, on Saturday night. Uh, I was I was at a bar at, on on Saturday watching both the Heat game and Dallas VGK split screen, so able to keep eyes on on both of them. Of course, we're hoping for the Heat to get it done in Game Seven on on, on Monday night, so that they can also advance this th- um, to the NBA Finals. And Game One, June third; Game Two, June fifth. Both of them on the road. Uh, game. Game three on Thursday, June 8th. Game four, June 10th. Game five in Vegas, June 13th. Game uh, six, possible game six, uh, Friday at FLA Live Arena, June 16th on Friday. And then a possible game seven will be June 19th on, on Monday. On Monday. And the question I have for you, An- Andrew, is, of course, the Florida Panthers haven't had home ice advantage and uh, throughout this whole uh, playoff run. But how antsy are you to get to game three? Yeah, uh, very. I mean, at this point, I'm antsy to get to game one. I mean, let's face it, we still have a ways just to get the series started. I'm ready because, you know, the watch party, which we'll get to later, um, is actually in the arena for game one. So we're really excited about that. But yeah, I mean, I I know from watching previous years, unless things have changed, that um, they throw to the PA announcer very early um, on Stanley Cup games and you're introducing both teams. Um, there's it's it's huge the grandeur is ratcheted way up. And um, so I am very, I'm I'm chomping at the bit for sure. Um, But I just really want the series to get started. I think the hardest part may actually be how much time is between games, because there's that one day off between the, when there's the two home games on each side, but other than that, there's an extra day off between each game. And that may end up being a disadvantage because the Panthers are going to have such huge rest compared to their opponent. I almost wish it was like kind of a rapid fire series, but I know, when the finals come around, it's it's pretty commonplace for there to be more days off in between. Yeah, and also they don't want to conflict with the NBA finals. Uh, regardless of whether the Panthers and the Heat are both in it, they never they don't want to conflict their fans. So even on off days for NBA fans, they're watching hockey, and off days for NBA fan um, um, hockey fans, they're watching the NBA finals and all that. Um, so we won't have to worry about the Miami Heat and the Florida Panthers conflicting at all the rest of the way. Uh, they'll always play on uh, uh, separate. Uh, uh, days as well. Uh, I do want to quickly ask you about. Uh, I was in the building for the All Star Game. You had an opportunity to uh, to to uh, be, of course, be part of the PA festivities there. But of course, they had two different types of. They it was a little bit different the the way your normal 
your normal game would be. They would have the I I the way I at least the way I heard it, they would they would have the guy they would have the guy who would say on the TV feed and then you as the in arena. How how was that as far as can you explain as far as the rehearsal tactics of it and also when you when you knew that you were going to be speaking versus the other person? Yeah, I mean it's kind of it's new ish. Um, a number of years ago, I guess the league decided that they wanted a uniformed voice for big events. So they went with Al Murdoch, the Vancouver Canucks public address announcer, one of the best in the business um, for everything from all-star festivity games to uh, outdoor games to global series. Sometimes um, he's kind of like the go-to voice for these events, but they also learned very quickly that if you tried to replace the home team PA announcer, there was some backlash. So they kind of settled on a compromise where Al handles the big stuff on television, introducing rosters for stuff like the all-star game. Um, And they still allow the home team's PA announcer to do like the actual starting lineup in the arena, uh, the goal calls, the penalties, all the actual game stuff. And then uh, he usually does stuff like uh, marketing reads and stuff like that. Um, So it was very clear um, throughout scripting and stuff, who was going when. Um, and it was actually a lot of fun. Al's a friend of mine. I've called him uh, for advice over the years, um, just in the industry and in voice stuff in general. Um, he's a great guy. He's a testament to the business. And uh, it was really fun to get to meet and hang out with him for a few days. That, that's that's awesome. And of course, uh, the fact that you get to be next to next to him as well. And and of course, knowing when, when you're on cue uh, to, to go as well. And of course, the, it, it was so much fun, especially uh, especially when uh, I, I believe uh, I believe uh, hyping people up for like the fastest skater or even even the fast um the hardest shot as well is like come on Panther fans make some but also it was was it a little we- was it also a little weird for you having to announce goals for like other teams as well that you're just not used to. Well, I mean the whole thing was a little bit out of my comfort zone for sure. I mean especially during what you're saying the skills night, um, my role was almost more of an MC. I was kind of like the host trying to get people hyped for, you know, let's help this guy go for the the fastest time of the night skating. So it was really outside of my comfort zone for sure. Um, but it was a great experience. I, I like to to build uh, in other ways and I got a lot of good feedback that night. Um, but yeah, for sure. Announcing goals kind of like from other teams, but also in a semi excited way. Like there was a goal was like Crosby from Ovechkin. And I was like, huh, that's different. Um, to kind of get the hype behind their name and stuff like that. It was just, it was a fun experience though. I will admit, I thought that at the time that that was going to be the most fun event that I called uh, this season. And I was very wrong. And and the best is yet to come, isn't it? Huh? So, yeah. so uh, did you happen to see, did you happen to see Matthew Kachuk's appearance on the NBA on TNT Saturday night? Yes. Uh, it, for those who did not, for those of you who are not into basketball, uh, for the listeners, Matthew Kachuk appeared on the Inside the NBA set with Charles Barkley, Shaq, Kenny the Jet Smith, and uh, Ernie Johnson. And he was wearing a very iconic uh, a shirt of a very iconic restaurant in Fort Lauderdale. I actually never been to the Elbow Room, um, but I did pass by it during the All-Star, uh, All-Star uh, weekend and also during Odyssey Beach Fest when it came to uh, South Florida. But also the relation between the two the two teams, and also the fact that Charles Barkley as well is hyping up hockey, South Florida, even might 
upset Keith Kachuk saying that Matthew is better and all that stuff. How how do you how do you view how this team is marketed based on it, its current run? I mean, that's huge, right? Because the one thing the NBA does better than any sport, honestly, is that panel. That panel of of, of personalities is the best. You can't touch Charles, Shaq, EJ, and Kenny. They're just they're hilarious. They're insightful. They do great games. They, they just have a great – there were times, honestly, in years past where I would watch playoff hockey and then switch over to the NBA postgame, even though I hadn't watched any games because it was just so entertaining over there. So for them to kind of cross over to this point and get into Matthew Kachuk, get into the Panthers, uh, I forget how Charles said his name, but Bobka or whatever in goal. That was- Sergey Bobka. Yeah, Chocolate Bobka, just like uh, Seinfeld, you know, so – uh, it was, it was really, uh, it, it's huge, honestly, like hockey obviously has still a little bit of growing to do in America. Um, and for us to be leading the charge now behind some of that, as we get to the finals, like that's, that's the best, right? I mean, that's, that's an absolute dream come true. And I mean, in a larger capacity, um, a run like this is just going to be huge for the organization as a whole. I mean, I know that countless fans that we have today were created by 1996, so you can only imagine how many more are being created right now at, of all ages, all generations. Um, the watch parties have only been increasing in size and uh, the hype around the city, banners, flags, uh, it's just been getting more and more uh, intense. And I think it's just going to continue. And the Panthers have had a chance to create diehards for life and they'll have a few more chances here over the next few weeks. Yeah, and just yesterday when going to see the 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 games, the Dallas Stars of VGK game and and Heat Celtics, I was wearing my Panthers hat. You, I, I I wear I wear it quite often when I when I go out and about. Never do I hear a Go Cats in in where I'm located in Orlando, and I've heard it more times in the last week than I have in in the last in the last three years of hosting this show, and even prior to that, and even. Even in places in South Florida that have also a big Hispanic influence, of course, uh, a, a sport that's not really that doesn't really interest them as much. If we're being honest, and the times that I've gone to, um, back to South Florida throughout this playoff run, people are talking about this team, and and it just goes to show when you when you create a product that's that's winning. People, people are gonna talk about it. I'm sure. I'm the shirt that you're wearing, the the one that you're wearing right now. Um, if you're what, if you you guys are happen to be watching this on YouTube, how many can have you lost count of the amount of Go Cats chance that you've gotten just by go, going to like the grocery store? Yeah, I mean it's the the hype is unreal. Um, it it's clearly become infectious for sure. And uh, no, I mean you're you're absolutely right. Now compared to what it was even a few months ago. Um, people are watching, people are paying attention. And I completely stand by that there are going to be fans in the building for the next decades just based on this run. No, no doubt. And season ticket holders, they're going to they're going to increase. So the attendance jokes that a lot of people like to say th- about the Panthers, um, it's it's been put to rest, but we could even put it even 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 more more to rest uh, for, for sure. Uh, so, uh, let, let's, uh, transition over to segment number three. We're going to talk about, uh, watch party, uh, for game one. We're actually going to go over a few practice notes from, uh, just quickly go over some practice notes from Saturday, um, Saturday night. 
and then talk about, of course, uh, the watch party for game one on Saturday. We're going to discuss that next here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Third and final segment here on this Monday, May 29th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. It is a special vibe check edition of the show where I have the PA announcer of the Florida Panthers, Andrew Ember, here on the show. So a few practice notes from Saturday. The Panthers did not practice on Sunday. Uh, um, There was three players who were not um, in attendance for practice, but looks to be maintenance today's for two. Uh, Nick Cousins and Matthew Kachuk were the only ones uh, missing. And as far, and of course, and one more to add, Etulus Lorenin, who took that block shot um, in game four in the middle of the second period. Paul Maurice did say that he is, in fact, okay. So just precautionary uh, measure. Of course, we saw what happened with Barkov in, in game three as well. But so the Panthers, they continued to knock on wood. Uh, great health, uh, great health here throughout the playoff run uh, for, for them. Also, one thing that I forgot to add, uh, Ember, um, regardless of what the result of what happens in the Stanley Cup final, can you imagine how many more nationally televised games the Florida Panthers are going to have next season? Yeah, this goes a long way towards building respect, right? I mean, you got to win. You got to win consistently. And not only that, you got to go on some deep runs. And um, that's the one thing that's kind of the big main ingredient that's been missing over the last number of years. Because, yeah, the Panthers have become a very solid franchise. They made the playoffs a number of years in a row now. Um, they're building that winning tradition. And uh, But it's you got to get a little further, too. Um, you can't be that first-round doormat that a, a number of teams have acquired the reputation for over the years. Um, and that's not the case here right now. And um, it's, as you said, you go to the championship the next year, you're going to get some nationally televised games. So, and that continues to build the brand and, and bring more awareness to the team. So it's all coming up aces right now. I think of one team, a team that even got a stadium series game after making a run to the Stanley cup final, they didn't win. I think of the Nashville predators. I know geographically, as far as temperature is a little different between South Florida and Nashville, but there has been talk rumors for years about a stadium series game. There's a recent rumor about MetLife Stadium having a a, a two stadium um, series games between the Flyers, uh, Devils, Islanders, and Rangers. That's going to happen next year. But also, there is going to be that chance. I don't know if it's going to be home or road. I don't. We don't know yet. But there could be a possibility that Marlins Park, excuse me, Lone Depot Park, could be that site for a stadium series game for a possible battle of Florida sometime down the road. Can you just imagine being, being at Lone Depot park calling a, a stadium series game, regardless of weather, regardless of having to close the roof or, or the panels in, in, in left center field open. Can you imagine yourself because of what the Florida Panthers are doing now of, of the possibility that you get to be behind the microphone in that kind of setting? It would be great for everybody. I mean, let's face it, when the outdoor games started, it was the coolest thing ever. I would block out my schedule. I would make sure I was watching those, the snowfall, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, and some of those opening type games. Um, And it was, it became an annual tradition. Like, oh, we got to watch this outdoor game. It's cool. And let's face it. I mean, it has kind of, you know, been a little monotonous at this point, whether it's too many games or whether it's the same teams over and over again, like people want to see different things. And so you can't just have Boston and Pittsburgh play every year. 
you can't just have Philly and the Rangers play every single year. You can't just have, you know, the same teams over and over again. So I don't think it's just great for someone like me who would obviously relish the opportunity. I think it's great for the league because it's time to expand to some of these other markets to show that there is attention from some of these other areas um, and let us show what we can do for once. Because I think that, um, you know, that's the only way the game truly grows to a national perspective is when, everybody gets to take part and it's not just the same teams every year. So yeah, it's, it's, it would be an absolutely amazing opportunity. No doubt. And three teams still have not had an outdoor game. The Florida Panthers are one of them. The Arizona Coyotes are the other. And this one is a more surprising one. The Columbus Blue Jackets who play in a, in a, in a, in a place that has snow. And can you imagine Ohio, Ohio state's football stadium, uh, uh, having an outdoor game? I think that would be such a cool place to ha- have, have a game there too. But but Ember, uh, it has been officially announced, at least for game one, that the Florida Panthers will be having a watch party on Saturday night, June 3rd, for their first game of the Stanley Cup final against either Vegas or Dallas. We still don't know the result of that series yet. It's going to a game six on Monday night. Uh, but how excited are you to be in the arena uh, on Monday night? And also talk about how... The, the different types of vibes that the different watch parties uh, um, that, that you, the different locations. I, I, the only place I have been to in the past has been funky Buddha brewery in Oakland park. Uh, talk about the different experiences in the different places as well from your lens. Yeah. I mean, the watch parties have been amazing. Um, funky Buddha is a cool location, but we've had some really, really nice events at backyard and the whole, like we shut down third street out there in Fort Lauderdale and kind of did a block party for a couple of them. Um, especially in that last round, that four overtime game was just crazy. And I'll just drop this story since we're on the, on the subject of watch parties. I don't know if everyone saw my tweet, but legitimately about five minutes before the Panthers won that four overtime game, um, a real live rat, ran past us in the back room and again people were like oh you can't put a restaurant blast it's not a restaurant this was we were nowhere near food this is not a restaurant so don't go crazy with the with the health stuff uh this was in the back of like a concert hall and like all, all out in the dust and all that we're watching this game behind the scenes and legitimately in quadruple overtime a real rat runs by the room and i'm just like this is ridiculous. This is, I mean, this is a sign, right? I mean, this is crazy. It's luck. They won five minutes later. So, I mean, it's just, that was just one of, you know, a few signs I've seen throughout the playoffs. Um, but the, the vibe has been unreal. Um, shout outs to all the Panthers fans who've come through. Um, we've put on parties everywhere. I'm really excited to see what we do uh, in the arena. I hope that I can still kind of have more of that interactiveness that I had. Cause that's one of the things that I really love during these watch parties. I go, I'm right there with the fans. We play games. They come up on stage. I'm interacting right there with them. I hope that we're able to still kind of bring that vibe uh, to the arena because that's just, I don't want to be hidden away like I am during the games. I want to, I want to be right up there and uh, have a chance to kind of talk with people and stuff like that. So, but I'm really excited. People have been clamoring for it since the beginning and I'm really excited to see what we do in the arena with these. And I tweeted this earlier, uh, but there are no, Nothing. There's nothing scheduled for game two, game five, and a possible game seven. There's a few events the day before. So, but even though there's nothing officially announced, I tweeted that there is a very, very good chance that we could see a, a watch party every single time 
throughout uh, for all the road games throughout the throughout the Stanley Cup final and a little bit of details for the the watch party if you guys are interested in going on Saturday night June 3rd uh uh $10 benefiting the Florida Panthers Foundation parking is included um and it's general admission so you don't have to worry about assigned seating buying your tickets together if you want to sit with your friends like a typical game uh and Pantherland will be open and the concession stand will be open so you don't have to worry about food uh and and all that and you'll have it right there and of course it's a a, with planning we also got to consider the uh, the operation cost of it too when trying to plan these type of things because people got to work these events too who are employees of the arena so credit to the people who are working this event too i want to give a special shout out to uh those people uh for sure but one thing i hope is that they have like a, a little bit of a of a carpet uh, for you in, in the middle of the ice uh, for, for, for maybe some chairs as well for you to stand, or maybe they'll have you uh, kind of towards like we're near uh, the, the drum is. I, I, I Do you have any idea before we sign off uh, where you'll happen to be or, or any guesses by any chance? Not a clue. Um, I would imagine it would either be on like the one Oh nine stage, as you're saying by where that drum area is, or, uh, back where I normally am in the PA booth upstairs in the press box. Um, but I would much rather be kind of in that atmosphere. So I will certainly be pushing to try to be lower down and more in an interactive role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming because it's not an official home game, they won't, um, I, I, I don't, I, I think they would find a way to have you uh, lower uh, with, with, with the fans. Uh, that's for sure. And of course, uh, definitely, definitely one, uh, hopefully as, uh, as the, the Panthers, uh, as this series extends and there there's more watch parties that we, that we could pack all 20,000 seats in that arena, just cheering loud for the Panthers. And, a, and a, oh, again, hopefully we have people also traveling to the games, whether it's in Vegas or, or Dallas uh, to see uh, the Florida Panthers, hopefully uh, steal uh home ice advantage to start the Stanley cup final. But Andrew, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this uh episode of the locked on florida panthers podcast getting a vibe check here when it comes to the florida panthers making the stanley cup final your your feelings about it and you of course the the antsiness to just get to game three so for people for for people who want to follow you where they where can they follow you online i try to make it as simple as possible i'm at ember voice i-m-b-e-r voice uh primarily use twitter Instagram and actually Twitch to play some games every now and then. I'm sure over the summer we'll be doing a lot of that. And you know, you can find me wherever else at that Ember Voice. You could check, I don't know, MySpace, all those old ones. See if you can find me somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure he's uh, some somewhere uh, there there as well. So <laughs> awesome, Andrew. Th- thank you so much, and I, I hope to see you next time, my friend. Thanks for having me, my friend. And if you like what you're hearing. Please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Flip Livingstone, and Stu Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And everydayers, make sure to come back on Wednesday for Wednesday for Wednesday's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, where it'll be a Winans Wednesday edition of the show, where we bring back Jacob Winans and prepare for Game One. Who knows? We might 
have an opponent now um, by the time Wednesday comes around. So make sure to come back on Wednesday for then. So I'm Armando Velez with Andrew Ember. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. <laughs>